You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your headspace, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, A.J. Andrews of GSFromTheCouch.com, and this episode is brought to you by RockAuto.com. Go to RockAuto.com, whether you need a taillight, a engine controller module, windshield wipers, whatever you need, RockAuto.com is a family business that's been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers with their reliable and easy-to-use website. Their prices are always low. They're the same professionals and do-it-yourselfers, so don't pay twice as much for the same parts. Go to rockauto.com, write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box, and check out the amazing selection and reliably low prices on all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Alright, I haven't forgotten how to do that. It has been a week. It has been an ordeal. Work has been hard and long and tiring. My computer has been exhausting, but I managed to find another battery, and that seems to have done the trick on this old laptop, so it's actually letting me record things longer than 10 seconds without having a hissy fit and shutting down. So, yeah, that's how my week has been. Hope y'all are having a better one. Um, On this episode, we're going to be talking about how the new Blue Jays seem to be settling in with their team. Uh, Thankfully, I only have to talk about four of them now uh, instead of five because Daniel Vogelbach is now a member of the Brewers. So apparently he's been playing hurt, according to sources on the Internet. So the Brewers are going to take him and just let him do whatever the heck he wants. And they'll see what they have next year. Which I think the Blue Jays were trying to do, but sadly they could not sneak him through waivers after they acquired him from Seattle. So it is what it is. So we're going to be focusing on the other four new players that have been brought in for the Blue Jays and how they seem to be settling in. And I'm going to start with a couple who featured in the second half of last night's doubleheader with the Red Sox. The Blue Jays did split that series. They're sitting at 21-17 and 17 heading into tonight's game on Saturday, which, you know, I wish I was saying tomorrow's game. But again, computers are what they are. So, let's start with the positional player that the Blue Jays acquired, Jonathan VR. Jonathan VR was acquired to basically be the rich man Santiago Espinal. And so far, he has been eh. He has been a, an upgrade on Santiago Espinal in that you might actually bat Jonathan VR third because he's hit 24 home runs in the previous season. But, um,. It's a bit of a slow start for VR in five games. He has 16 plate appearances. He's three for 15, so he's batting 200. Has two RBIs. 
four strikeouts, one walk. It's not bad. It's pretty much in line with what Blue Jays fans have been expecting. It's a better ratio than Santiago Espinal, who's batting 10 for 45 with 13 strikeouts and two walks and only one RBI. So already an improvement on the offense that Santiago Espinal brings. But I have a feeling the Blue Jays have been a little underwhelmed with the defense they've seen from Jonathan VR, which that's that's going to be a trade-off that has to be made. If you want a guy who's flexible um, in in the field, has the ability to play second, shortstop, and third, you're going to have to accept that in becoming a jack-of-all-trades, he is a master of none. So the errors are going to be there, but... That is life as a shortstop. You have more balls hit to you than any other player, so more chances to make errors. Again, I can kind of live with those kind of errors because those errors you can factor in. Those are the kind of errors you expect in everyday baseball. You're going to boot a grounder. You're going to have something take a wicked hop, and it's going to go by you. And you're going to make a rush throw that's a little errant. There are other errors that are much more unforgivable that we will be talking about in later episodes today and tomorrow. But we will be talking about those today and tomorrow. We're talking about Jonathan VR right now. So far, VR has settled into the role that has been expected. He's going to play second base and short. He is going to be brought off the bench for speed. And he's going to be expected to not strike out. So far, the third one hasn't been as successful. But, again, he's only been on the team for a few days. And you should probably take all all of this episode with that grain of salt, in that the majority of these gentlemen have been on the team for a few days. So give them a chance to settle in. So far, VR has been meh. Last night, we also got to see the Blue Jays' debut of Ross Chicken Strip Stripling, who I know a few people were excited about. Stripling took the loss in last night's game after giving up three earned runs on six hits and two walks and four and a third innings pitched. Not a lot you can do when the lineup is baffled by the likes of Chris Mazza for four innings, and then can't convert with the bases loaded in the sixth. Not Stripling's fault that the Blue Jays lost that game. Basically, he went out there and looked competent, which is what the Blue Jays wanted to see. More importantly, he did not give up a home run for the first time this season. That's a very promising move in regards to the whole giving up two home runs and three home runs in his last days with the Dodgers. Um, Stripling basically showed that he can be what the Blue Jays need for now. A guy who can fill in that fifth starting spot. Go out there on however many days rest. Be able to pitch. And keep the Blue Jays in a game. Which is exactly what they wanted to see. Um, Now, there was still a fair amount of hard contact off of Stripling last night. And when... You know, it's guys like Xander Bogarts and Rafael Devers and J.D. Martinez. That's fine. But they weren't doing that last night. J.D. Martinez is looking like the new Chris Davis 
Xander Bogarts had a miserable day. And Rafael Devers acted like a petulant child. No, it was the likes of Kevin Ploiecki and Jairo Munoz and Sue Lin that were able to knock hard contact around. And those are not the guys you should be giving up hard contact to. So it's clear, still a bit of work to do for Stripling to start getting back to that form that made him a very valuable Dodgers pitcher in the past couple years. But no balls left to park. It's a positive sign. Curveball looked all right, which is his big pitch. So, so far, we're doing all right there. I uh, I need a break from this computer. This is the fourth time I've tried to record that stripling segment. So I apologize. It's not as good. But thankfully, I don't have to worry about anything else because I have Postmates to help me. Postmates is your everything delivery service, whether you need sushi at 7 p.m., beer at 8 p.m., while it be vodka sodas for me while dealing with this stupid computer. And if I need ibuprofen at 8 a.m. the next morning, Postmates is going to get it to me because it is the everything delivery service they're the largest on-demand network in the u.s they've expanded into toronto and vancouver they offer delivery from all the restaurants grocery and convenience stores and traditional retailers you could possibly want or need 24 hours a day 365 days a year it brings you whatever you want within the hour you don't have to go to the store you don't even need to know where the store is it can be on the other side of the street you won't care postmates is bringing it to you you just download their app for free on iPhone or Google Android. You browse your local restaurants and businesses and track your delivery in real time. And for a limited time, Postmates is giving listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. So to start your free deliveries, download the app, use the code Locked On. That's just Locked On for $100 of free delivery credit for your first week when you download the app. So anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmates it. Download Postmates and save with that code Locked On. And you know, with all that money you save using Postmates, you might think, this might be a good time to start a business. I salute you in your venture. I will not be doing that, but maybe you are. Or maybe you're just a business owner who's looking to come back out of the pandemic stages and and want to expand your workforce. Well, you can do so on Indeed, the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. Unlike other sites, you only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts. And Indeed gives you powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs, which are three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month are looking for jobs. Shock, right? Well, Indeed's going to get you the important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. And right now, Indeed is offering listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with that free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash LockedOnMLB. This is their best offer available anywhere. Don't be taking those other podcast credits. Go right now to Indeed.com slash LockedOnMLB. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. 
part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, we're still going. Thank you. We are still going. All right, let's see if my computer can get through another half an episode. We move on to the two primary acquisitions at the deadline. Let's start with a guy who we already know and love and lavish praise on because he's awesome and exactly what the Blue Jays needed. Taiwan Walker. Taiwan Walker is now up to two starts in a Blue Jays uniform. He has a win. He has a 154 ERA in 11 and two-thirds innings. He's struck out eight and walked four. So not a strikeout pitcher this year, not like he was in his youth, but he is getting the job done. He has a variety of pitches he can use, and he has confidence in using them. And that's key. If, if he can be a second Hyunjin Ryu coming out there and just offer a different look, I mean, that's... I am more than happy to take that. I mean, we've seen what Hyunjin Ryu's doing, right? Taiwan Walker wants to keep doing that. I am more than happy to watch him keep doing that because what he's doing is giving the Blue Jays another solid arm, an arm that you know, can conceivably put up a quality start instead of bowing out after four innings because he keeps on giving up seven hits and can't get anyone out, Tanner Roark. <sighs> Walker is working well with the battery of Danny Jansen and Reese McGuire. He is mixing his pitch as well. He's keeping hitters off balance. And he is making life easier on the bullpen and that's the big thing for the Blue Jays right now just keep making life easier on the bullpen and right now the the playoff rotation as I hypothesized online it's going to be Hyunjin Ryu 1 it's going to be Taiwan Walker 2 he's already asserted himself there 3 still up for grabs but maybe Robbie Ray can show enough to snatch that third spot away from Matt Shoemaker or Chase Anderson because it's certainly not going to be Tanner Roark. Yes, I'm going to keep slagging off Tanner Roark. If he doesn't want me to slag him off, pitch better. Anyway, Robbie Ray was probably the most anticipated of the four Blue Jays debutants in the sheer fact that Blue Jays fans didn't know what the heck they were going to do with Robbie Ray. I mean, guy had been a train wreck this season in Arizona. We've already discussed how he had a whip of two. Giving up the most earned runs, giving up the most walks in the National League. So what could he do? Well, he didn't have to start. Julie Merriweather came out and took care of that for him for two innings. Which, you know, prior to his blow up in last night's, or yesterday afternoon's game, sorry against Boston. That was a pretty sweet gig because Merriweather was going to keep you clean. Uh, But Robbie Ray came out and again was solid. That's all you need. He lasted three and a third innings. Gave up four hits and two runs. Only one of them was earned because of course the Blue Jays made an error. Allowed the home run. You only walked one batter. That is a vast improvement on his time with Arizona. He struck out four. Also not bad. But we knew he could strike people out. It was the walks that people needed to see him work on. And he he looked a lot better with his control. He said 
he was going back to a, pre- a previous uh, stance he used. Like, apparently there was an issue with mechanics that was causing him to get lit up this season. I don't know. I'll take his word on it. In any case, that's the kind of performance that Robbie Ray needs to show that he has in him if he's going to be a contributor to this Blue Jays team as they make this playoff push. It's why they were willing to give up Travis Bergen to get him. And I know that's a big stretch of an acquisition, but for a bullpen that has had to deliver so many innings for the Blue Jays in a season where starters are just not able to go the distance they were able to in a regular season, having many guys who can deliver those multiple frames is very important to the Blue Jays' success, especially as some of these other guys, uh, like Thomas Hatch, like Ryan Barucki, like Sean Reed Foley, are more acclimatized to that inning role just because they need people who can actually do that, who can be late-inning leverage guys. And, you know, if if Robbie Ray can do that, and if Arizona wants to pay a chunk of his salary, that's great. We'll take it. And see if he can build on that and maybe be that third starter outright. Or even if he has to piggyback with Julian Merriweather. Or even with Wilmer Font. Because I don't want to see Wilmer Font in late inning leverage situations, that's for sure. Anyway. That'll bring us to the end of this first episode of at least two, I hope, today. If my computer cooperates, we'll hopefully have the fan Saturday edition coming up in a minute. Um, It'll probably be released during the Blue Jays game, which this one I think is just going to beat it out. So hopefully y'all aren't inundated. Um, I know one of the topics I was going to talk about has already been resolved, so we'll discuss that. Um, Also, I was on the Outsports baseball podcast this week with Ken Schultz. He's a Cubs fan. Don't hold that against him. Um, But you can check that out on the Outsports uh, page on uh, SB Nation. You can check it out on their Twitter at Outsports. Uh, You can follow this podcast at Locked On Jays on Twitter and Facebook. You can subscribe on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get podcasts. You can subscribe to make sure you don't miss an episode. And you can follow me on Twitter, as so many others have, at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb, but is very useful for communicating to the masses. So I'm going to wrap this up before my computer has another brain cramp. So for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at jsonacouch.com, I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to tonight's episode. And y'all take care.